Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. On Good Authority has had over a million downloads, regularly appears on the top 100 career podcast list, and has been named one of the best publishing podcasts by LA Weekly and Kindlepreneur. Please welcome OG Authority host, New York Times bestselling author, Anna David. There are people who launch books, end up just having a nice thing to put on their shelves. Then there are people who launch books that transform their careers and their lives. As a former member of the first group, I strongly urge you to be part of the second. In this show, I talk to entrepreneurs and authors about how to intentionally launch the book that will serve as the best business card and marketing tool you've ever had. Get ready for takeoff. Welcome to the podcast that wants you, yes, you, to choose yourself and to stop relying on the gatekeepers to tell you you're good enough. Yes. I want you to launch a book that's going to change your career and your life. And today's guest uh, is all about, he wrote a book, he co-wrote a book called Super Connector, Stop Networking and Start Building Business Relationships That Matter because he's an expert on community building and connection. And um, so what we talked about is how to, quote, network for your book launch. Even if the word network makes you want to curl up in a small ball and rock back and forth. Um, His name is Ryan Paw. He's a thought leader, community building, relationship forging, entrepreneur enabling force to be reckoned with, and a self-proclaimed introvert. So in this episode, we talk about how any author, introvert or extrovert can use basic skills for connection in order to have a successful book launch. So if you want the show notes, ooh, you know what I forgot to mention? This podcast is brought to you by Authority Secrets. You can find out what they are by going to authoritysecrets.club. But if you want the show notes, go to legacylaunchpadpub.com slash blog, slash Ryan P. And now I give you Ryan Paul. So I have uh, the the expert on super connecting here with me. And we know he's amazing at it because he's been so patient uh, with me having to re-record this episode. And so so that's part of being a super connector, I imagine. Uh, right, patience, Ryan? Patience is a virtue. Sure. I think it's also uh, it a is. great quality to have if you are building community or building connection. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to hang out with you again. I love it. I love it. So you wrote this amazing book, Super Connector. So amazing that I recommended it on K2U TV. Thank you for that. By um, the way. That was fun. tell me, it was all. I love the book, and so tell me what is being a super connector and how can an author utilize or become a super yeah, connector? I, I think being a super connector is 
something that anyone in any trade can obtain. Uh, and really, it's it's just about utilizing and leveraging all of the communications tools that exist in our modern social media era to build bridges, to make connections, to put people first. Um, I can tell you that everything in my career has come because of an opportunity that someone else had laid out in front of me. And those opportunities didn't just present themselves on their own. They manifested due to um, what I like to call habitual generosity, finding moments in your everyday to give back and support other people and help them be successful, knowing that in turn, over time, uh, that generosity is going to build dividends that are going to help you reap benefits in your own life. But it's not transactional. It's about giving, understanding that organically you're going to get so much more in return from that action than just trying to sell, sell, sell. So tell me how, um, you know, an author working on a book uh, here's this and says, okay, well, but who, who do I do that? To? Well, well, anyone, uh, people like uh, Anna, as an example, who have an audience, who have a podcast, who have reach, um, find ways to support her and others like her who have influence within your field or within your area of study. Um, find people that are looking to tell stories about the types of things you wrote about in your book. And through those relationships mm -hmm. and through that generosity, uh, find ways to exchange and, and support one another that will be helpful to them, but also helpful for, for you in, in this specific situation. Um, becoming a guest on someone's podcast, uh, being able to reach someone's uh, network through a newsletter, being able to reach someone's audience on Instagram, being able to speak physically in a room with an audience that someone has um, in a location nearby. Um, you know, those relationships don't just come because you reached out and made the request typically. Sometimes they do, but more often mm -hmm. than not, you know, we're, we're all being battered with information and requests and people that are trying to just perform basic transactions. And we've been programmed by ourselves to, ignore those people and pay attention to those who come to the table with a genuine opportunity, a genuine sense of generosity, and, and they want to create something that's mutual, mutually beneficial. Oftentimes that happens through leading with a give versus an ask. Um, so I, I think that's really what it's all about with, with, you know, launching a book. I think when Scott and I launched our book many years ago now, um, we had built up generosity with so many people over the years that um, I don't want to say it was easy, but it was definitely easier to fill our schedules with opportunities to get in front of audiences when we finally had something of ours that we wanted to share. Yeah, that was very well said. So, so would would a way to start maybe doing a review of a mm -hmm. podcast that you like and knowing, unless it's you know Tim Ferriss, that podcast host will probably see the review and it logs in their brain. Is that is that a way to start? Is commenting on an Instagram post another way to start? Yeah, maybe? I mean, it could be and, something and simple. Like some it doesn't have to, to be like this, you know, big sort of exchange this sort of like you know monumentous 
moments that, you know, um, I don't know, that has like some major impact. You know, it's the little things that people appreciate. Uh, just reaching out and, and mm-hmm. saying thank you uh, to someone, uh, sharing a podcast, sharing something you liked about that podcast, making a connection uh, between an individual and someone else that you think they should know, helping someone else out with their book launch. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you are an author, um, I would say you probably probably already know other people like you in similar positions that are um, looking to launch a book, you know, join their newsletter lists and, and be on their book squad and help them launch with success by, you know, performing mm-hmm. some simple actions, tweets, book reviews, etc. Those people will remember those things when it's time for you to go out and, um, and, and sell your book. It's funny you mentioned Tim Ferriss though, uh, <laughs> because Tim Ferriss um, almost wrote about Super Connector. It didn't happen because he has layers and layers of people in between him and his newsletter and him and his blog and, and so on. Uh, but the reason that opportunity came about is um, Scott and I invited him to a dinner. Um, we were in Utah skiing for one of our um, young entrepreneur retreats. And, you know, just by happenstance, Tim Ferriss was staying in the condo next door just by himself for the weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. getting prepared to launch something new and exciting as Tim does. And um, we knew that we had a couple extra seats at the table for, you know, our entrepreneur group that night. So we invited him to come, him to come down to a lodge and, and join us. And that's how we built a, a relationship just through this, you know, couple hours we spent together, inviting him out to spend time with a group of like-minded individuals versus, you know, sitting at home doing whatever he would have done by himself. And that allowed us to open the door several years later to see if there was an opportunity to, um, to, to do something with him. Most people won't even um, get a return response from someone of that level, but because we, you know, had done that just small exchange years prior, we, we had a chance and, and those chances, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. lead to really big opportunities. I love that. That's amazing. And next book, he probably will. I hope he listens to this and and feels really bad that he didn't actually write about us. So then next book, he will. (laughs) Yeah, Tim's a huge fan of mine. He's never told me that, um, but but I feel it. You know what I mean? Um, um, You know, something that that you just said that I think is important is is joining the launch squads. Now, it's interesting because I told you – you know, when we spoke before, I wasn't, I mean, right now I'm in heavy mm-hmm. duty prep mode for this book that's coming out. And, um, you know, I, I put out a request for launch squad members. Now, this is a good tip, actually, which I'm going to inadvertently reveal. I didn't really get a great response. I got to, if, if you take the percentage of my list versus how many people said, sure, sure, I'll join. I mean, tiny, 2%. So then I had a thought. And I go, you know what people really respond? They're inundated with help me, support me. I sent out an email and I said, my book's in trouble. Will you help me? And it was kind of humbling because it's not really true, but double the, oh my God, yes, I'm here for you. Um, which I don't know really what that has to do with um, with supporting people. But I will say, 
I know every, even though there's hundreds of people on that launch squad, I know who all of them are because they are the people who show up yeah. every time. And it means well, a lot. People like, I, I, I'm a firm believer that people genuinely like to help other people with real problems. I think leading with, hey, can you promote me and, and like put out a tweet to do X, Y, and Z? it's not going to generate a response for a lot of people because it doesn't seem urgent and we're all super busy, but you know, that vulnerability that so many of us are afraid to, um, to lead with can sometimes be uh, a stalling out, right? Like, you know, being able to, you know, yeah. you know, there, there's, there's a lot of truth, I'm sure to the fact that your book was in trouble because you were feeling a sense of anxiety that you didn't have a strong community behind you. Um, but you did, it's just, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. that message wasn't your sincere self. And then you send something out that was the sincere Anna that I know. And, you know, look, everything turned itself mm -hmm. around. More people need to be willing to lead with, you know, a weakness or something that levels the playing field. Um, I think that's a really important factor in everything that we do. So true. It's so, I know it's very hard for me personally, and I know it's hard for other people. Um, so, so let's say you're out there supporting people, you're reviewing their podcasts, you're replying to their newsletters, you're joining their launch squads, you're sharing their podcasts. And I know, I mean, it almost feels wrong to ask this because the whole point is to just be of service, but when is an appropriate time to then ask for support. Um, this is the answer that you don't want. And this is the answer that the listeners don't want to hear, but I th it's the truth. As far as I know things to be, you, you just know. And, and, and as a, yeah. um, as a super connector, I think one of the skills you need to, um, build is that level of emotional intelligence of just knowing if that makes sense mm -hmm. it doesn't come easy there's some great there's some great books out there some great podcasts around how to build emotional intelligence um in and out of the workplace but i think that's sort of the key to figuring it out mm -hmm. now i think a lot of writers consider themselves and feel like they're introverts. And so they say, well, I can't do this. Now you are a self-described introvert. What do you have to say? Um, to introverts that? are some of the best super connectors and some of the best community builders on the planet uh, because they know how to step back and just be a part of the room and be a part of the community without having to lead the community. Um, they're not the people that spend time uh, leading the conversation or at the center of the room. They're te they tend to be sort of on the, the parameters of that nucleus, so to speak. And um, mm -hmm. they listen. They listen better than those that are talking. And they find ways to connect the dots because they're, um, you know, really paying attention and they're on a different wavelength, which allows them to find opportunities that extroverts who are working so hard to um, – be as active as they can in the conversation, just, just aren't listening to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anna here. Now, are you an entrepreneur who wants to write and publish a book about your own failures turned successes? Well, good news, that's what my company, Legacy Launchpad, does. 
Find out more at LegacyLaunchpadPub.com. That's LegacyLaunchpadPub.com. Now, should you do a book, you ask? I think so. Why? Because you're worth it. Now back to the show. And so when you had your book coming out, you guys had built up a lot of, I mean, social capital. Is that an inappropriate uh, it's word? It's a little is jargony, but yeah, it works. That? Yeah. And so how did you guys prepare for your book launch? Um, I, Scott and I, I think, had the benefit of being, um, you know, on the front lines of building community for 10 plus years. So we had a lot of connections and a lot of individuals who, as part of our day job at community.co, we had been helping and supporting through our associations, right? We built a business around giving back and helping uh, entrepreneurs and busy executives connect and, and level up in, in their careers. So um, that helped us. Um, if we didn't have that, I would have spent a lot of time, you know, contributing to communities and associations like the ones we create. Uh, I would be joining uh, Facebook mm-hmm. groups, LinkedIn groups, um, different associations where I could meet and support individuals within my field of interest uh, to build up that, um, you know, social capital, if you will, right? And, um, you mm-hmm. know, just look for um, those, those spaces online and offline where organic collisions take place that allow you to give mm-hmm. back and support others and, you know, build those relationships that are going to help you um, succeed in, in whatever you have coming up down the road. You know, as an author, I think, you know, you should be planning that out at least a year in advance. Uh, if not, if not like, you know, yeah. for the better part of your career leading up to a, a book launch, you know, I think no matter what you're doing, you should be building that social capital up, you know, in every single, you know, instance of your day as you're, um, you know, just Mm -hmm. going about the, you know, everyday execution of your, your business and, and and your work, you got to find those little morsels in the day to create that habit of, of bringing generosity back into the ecosystem that you play in. Would you recommend even setting aside time in the calendar? Whatever works for some people, I think it it comes more natural. And, and, you know, I I know a lot Mm -hmm. of people who, um, you know, have, have a, uh, a tough time focusing on like the actual work work because they, once they get into the, the generous mode of giving, they just, it can consume your day. And that's great until you have to get back, mm-hmm. you know, to actually doing things. I mean, you do have to treat it like another task mm-hmm. and you have to be a really good task manager to, to be successful. Um, good time management is the key to, you know, building anything great. And that includes, making sure that you're managing your time to, to give and, and to, and to, you know, create that habitual generosity in your life. Yeah. And something to mention with this is, you know, all studies show that giving is, you know, the, one of the greatest keys to happiness. So you're not mm-hmm. only getting out of yourself and being of service. It's, it's a, it's an esteem building activity because you realize you have a lot more power power than you may realize to really support. Yeah, it feels good. And, and that's, you know, Mm -hmm. that's also the nice thing about it is, you know, giving back feels good and it adds, you know, sort of this like natural energy back into the work that you're doing. Um, So it it doesn't matter if you have a book launch, 
you know, I know we're, I know we're talking to authors here, but it's, this isn't, Mm -hmm. this isn't stuff that is, you know, just about preparing for your book launch. This is stuff that's all about preparing to be successful in building anything, you know, in work and outside Mm -hmm. of work is, is building that sense of community and, you know, making sure that you are, you know, always making time to support others and, and, and what they're interested in, you know, through everything that you do as many times as you can. So what if an author says, I want to build mm-hmm. a community? Mm-hmm. What would <clears throat> what would your recommendation be? Maybe that's online. Yeah. Maybe that's offline. They just go for look for like. Yeah, I think it's people. important to, you know, do your research and know what's already out there. Um, you know, th- certainly like the you know, sort of technology and, and monetary barriers of creating a community on a platform. They don't, they don't really exist too much anymore. I mean, you can go create a free Facebook group tomorrow and build a community, but you know, who's already doing that? Um, do you, do you have to, or can you be a part of a community mm-hmm. that someone else has created? Um, you know, mm-hmm. young entrepreneur council is one of the first communities that me and Scott created together. I didn't technically found that organization. You know, Scott started it and and we sort of connected through me being a member and and it was reborn uh, as, you know, the association that it is today with myself as a co-founder and everything that we've done since is kind of, um, you know, just snowballed from from us bringing our collective superpowers to the table. Um, so I didn't start that from scratch necessarily. I just helped take it to another phase. Uh, you know, you're you're one of our um, you know publishing and 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 book author member leaders with Fast Company Innovation Board, and uh, I think that um, you know that's another way to build community within a community that didn't all, already exist. You know, you're helping mm-hmm. bring that skill set and those superpowers to the table and you know creating your own micro community within an ecosystem that already exists there's a lot of ways to do it yeah and i think that's an interesting point so yes ryan and i met because um i'm a fast company board member and you very generously well it's interesting because it's mutually beneficial you reached out and you said hey we've got this book publishing group i think you'd be a good Mm -hmm. leader for it and, um, you know, you very clearly explained what was required. Not a lot, no. let's be honest. And, um, you know, and, and and you were able to create these communities within Fast Company where there's just subgroups of, of people interested. And I will say, I, I've made what I would consider friends in that community. And it's not like we're interacting right. a lot. But, you know, and I would love to sort of talk about how you know, how you've done that at magazines and, and maybe if people are interested in joining, like what is the Fast Company Board? Can we yeah, talk about yeah. that? Yeah, so Fast Company Executive Board, I misspoke earlier, not Innovation Board, Executive Board, is a, a community of executives that are leading innovation initiatives in various industries. And a lot of them are, are very tech oriented, but it ranges from media, marketing, creative, et cetera, all the things that you would, you know, imagine that Fast Company stands for if you pick up the magazine and read it ever, you know, it's that ethos. And, and we've built a, a strong community of executives and entrepreneurs behind that. And the idea is that 
uh, we provide access to visibility connections and growth. A lot of the same connections and growth opportunities you would get from uh, membership associations that uh, you may already be a part of. Uh, but we are you know, mostly digital. You know, we're about real-time connection where a lot of associations are really focused on that forum or that conference that you attend several times per year. We try to be kind of like your bat signal. Oh my God, I, I need help with my, my book launch. I'm going to get into that you know, Fast Company Executive Board app and I'm going to talk to Anna and the, uh, the book publishers group. You know, we want to be available for mm-hmm. um, busy executives and entrepreneurs when their problems are happening, which for most of us is like right now. And they can't wait till the next conference. Mm-hmm. So we want to be kind of like, you mm-hmm. know, that um, support system in your pocket that you can access and get support from uh, anytime you need. And then, of course, because we are, you know, a um, partner and in, in, in a in a piece of the Fast Company ecosystem, uh, we're able to help members publish thought leadership in their respective trades. So um, we have an in-house editorial team that helps our members um, write tips and advice-based content from their uh, practitioner lens that gets published on Mm -hmm. fastcompany.com and and, and can help them get in front of the Fast Company readership and also create content Mm -hmm. on a a fairly reputable platform that also, um, you know, gives our members the opportunity to um, showcase their their affiliation, which which is meaningful and significant for um, for business owners and executives that are, are looking to build authority in their space. Yes. Yeah, so if people listening want to join their, their, you know, fellow thought leaders or entrepreneurs, I, I will say it wasn't easy. It's not like it's something that's promoted widely. You know, there is clearly a you know a measure of exclusivity to it it's not sort of just like yay i want to sign up where do i link how do people yeah so i would invite anyone who's curious to go to board.fastcompany.com read about the benefits um we've got a cool little innovators quiz on there if you want to kind of just you know see some of the content and some of the things that we do as uh, an organization Uh, and then if you think that Uh, you might qualify and you think that you might want to talk to our team, click on the do I qualify button, read through some of the qualifications and fill out a form. Um, You know, like Anna Mm -hmm. said, this is not like a click and buy kind of operation. You know, this is an exclusive group. And, you know, we we literally talk to at least once before they join every single member on the phone. You know, there's there's a review Mm -hmm. process. There's um, a conversation that you'll have with our selection committee. And if, you know, the shoe fits, we'll, you know, invite uh, individuals to join us as members and start um, becoming a part of the community, contributing and supporting others on the platform and also uh, working with our team to to build up some really um, fantastic thought leadership content. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're allowed to post, I think, as often as it could be as often as as that, you know, or it, it depends sometimes on the quality of content. And, you know, we are, you know, pretty um, strict about, you know, what we publish and, yeah. and, and how we publish, you'll go through at least two rounds of editing. So the, the typical member will publish every four to six weeks if they're looking to publish that often. But, I, you know, most members will, will publish a couple times a year, a couple strategic pieces that really help them with positioning and, and the narrative that they're tr- trying to get across and trying to build around their company goals. 
Um, and then they'll renew again because, you know, having that ability to work with a team that helps you craft such interesting content is a value add and um, something that, you know, very few business owners just have in their back pocket at the go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so one thing I was going to ask you about the super connecting idea, what about, and cause this is something that I recently ran into people you're really like pouring into and supporting. And when it comes time to support you, they aren't so <laughs> there for you. How do you know? Um, you know, it, it's always illuminating to me when I'm doing something and asking for support. Oftentimes the most successful, busy people write back right away. How can I help? What can I do? And people maybe who I've done a lot of favors for, um, you know, can't really yeah. be bothered to, to yeah. do anything. How do you know? I don't know? think you necessarily know till you know, right? You know, there's always going to be a couple mm -hmm. people that don't show up and it's disappointing. Um, I hope that, you know, most people who put in genuine effort to give back towards others are going to get a lot more yeses than noes. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't be excited or you shouldn't be disappointed by the noes. Like that's just natural reaction, but it's going to happen. And And I think the important thing to remember is um, you don't know what's going on in the personal lives of every individual that you are, you know, exchanging with and supporting, you know, like the benefit of the doubt is important just because someone mm -hmm. didn't show up doesn't mean they might, you know, never show up. Right. Um, I, I think it's just a game of patience to go mm -hmm. full circle to the you know, beginning of our, our podcast here together. You have to have patience to be a super connector and you have to understand that not everyone is going to always show up but again it's it's not it's not about always reaping you know all of of the gains it's about giving back to others and, and knowing that you know you will get dividends you're not going to produce dividends on every you know single person that you've you know done a, a favor for but you're going to get a lot of return on that generosity a lot more than the folks that are just kind of you know, using the social platforms to, you know, create more, you know, noise than, than actual like frequency and, and actual mm -hmm. value. So, um, you know, just, just focus on the positive and try not to, you know, spend too much time worrying about the few folks that, that didn't show up. It's okay to be disappointed for a minute, but you know, then you shake it off and you move on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and my mentor, Joe Polish will say, be, be someone people want to pick up the phone for become someone people want to help yeah. that i mean that's really i think the best message is you want help become someone people want to help and people want to help those who who help um so uh, final words ryan if people want to find you find out more about super connector the fast company board yeah yeah so Council. um you know, my, my company is community.co. We build and manage communities uh, as well as we build platforms to support professional associations and, and people that already have communities to, to build up their programming, to build new retention mechanisms to support their business. Um, Fast Company Executive Board is a great community, uh, board.fastcompany.com. We run many other industry associations uh, if you want to learn more about them, you can, um, you know, reach out. I'm on Twitter at Ryan Paw. 
Uh, RyanPod.com is my website. Uh, the book, Super Connector, SuperConnectorBook.com. And um, I think that's it. I mean, you know, if you're any bit a super connector, you'll be able to find me online really quickly because I'm really easy to find. Great. Well, Ryan, thank you so, so much. You guys, thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the show. And now a request from me. If you've ever used any of the tips or techniques you've heard about from the show, please take a few seconds to give the show a rating or review and find out all about how my company, Legacy Launchpad, writes and launches books at www.legacylaunchpadpub.com. See you next week.